We are joined by our good friend Ben Brust. The show is Kyle Brust and Nortman, 2 to 5. Aren't you supposed to be on the air right now? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Who knows? <laughs> Man, this is amazing. I got, I got two two people, one for TMJ, <laughs> one for ESPN. Yeah, you're cloned. I like yeah. that. All right, we're not going to take up too much time. Thanks for joining us. You're on your way to Vegas, is that right? Tell What are you going to do in Vegas and with who? Well, my guy Greg Scalzo, we used to do a show together for six years. We've been t- together way too many times in Vegas. <laughs> uh, we just had the conversation uh, as he was stuck at American Family Fields uh, exiting parking lot. Prepping, what's our plan, Greg? You know, because we had a great time. We, we did win a good chunk of money. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't always happen. So we're kind of bracing for, all right, if we get hot, keep going. But if not, we got the circus swim pool that we're going to be at with the sports book outside. Nice. It's going to be amazing. Um, but it's not about me. It's about the green and gold out there for Monday Night Football. Are you bringing the money that you won back? That's like house money, right? No, because I already gave that back elsewhere. It's already done. That's already gone. We we live locally here in Milwaukee. You know, our great friends at Pato. Uh, But this is fun. You you kind of set up a fan trip, right? There was an occasion where I was leaving the studio, and you were upstairs playing 21 with some random fans, and and somebody won out of that group, right? Greg, it it was so much fun, but, like, that was so stressful. My heart was racing because I was the dealer, and so... It was like the last person standing in 21. I think we're on that what we're talking about, just so we don't get in trouble here. We don't say the name. <laughs> um, but if if I like flip wrong, count wrong, like it's on me. And somebody won a valued at like forty five hundred dollar prize to go yeah. to Vegas, go to the game, you know, travel with us, have a great time. So it was nerve wracking, but I love that. Like I'll sit, I'll sit and play euchre all day with friends, and I'll, I'll be a dealer for blackjack. So I was in my element. But knowing I had control or no control, however you look at gambling, over over who is going to be going with us to maybe win some more money and have some fun, uh, it was stressful, but I had a lot of fun. Shout out to uh, the fans that are coming with us. That's going to be a great time. Ben Brust is with us on WTMJ. Should be down the hall, but he's here with us. I want to ask you about the Packers. You alluded to this, a green and gold playing the uh, silver and black out in Vegas. Nicely done. The Raiders are terrible. Yeah. But you get to see Devontae. What are you expecting from the Packers-Raiders matchup? Well, uh, you know, <laughs> the Packers are one of 12 2-2 and teams. And so that is a big chunk of teams. And I've tried to figure out, like, where would I put them right now in the group of 12 2-2 two two teams? I've asked a couple of hosts, Rob Domofsky of ESPN. He thinks he's there in the top 3-4 of those 2-2 two and two teams. So this is, this is a, a huge game from a standpoint of, it's not going to make or break your season, but it will set up your confidence moving forward. If you're able to take care of a Aiden O'Connell, potentially a rookie quarterback, I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play, and you're only favored by one. So like all these games are like a coin flip when it comes to the Packers. If they can come out after getting healthy or after the Thursday night football thumping, which I felt like, I didn't really put much merit into that second half of the Lions game, it could just show like that this team is a, an above average team. They may not be a playoff team. They may be a potential playoff team, but it's about growing them towards what they're trying to do. You've seen a lot of the young wide receivers early on, Jaden Reed, Romeo Dobbs, like there's a chance to build something here. And the last thing you want to do heading into a bye week is lose a divisional game for the lead of the NFC North and then go out and lose to a team that like again, it's the NFL, it's any given Sunday. 
But this is a team that is very beatable. They're poorly coached. Like, <laughs> go get it done. You've had you got healthy. Hopefully, Christian Watson, Aaron Jones are not on that pitch count that they've been on. So I look at this as an opportunity to build momentum for a very very young team. And when you have a young team with confidence, that's dangerous. You know what I like to call all the two and two teams. The, I call I call them the, the the creamy middle. That's what I like to call that. But you know, somebody out of the creamy middle, probably multiple teams, are going to end up in the postseason. That's just how it is. I, ben, there's going to be more eight and nine win teams this year in the NFL than I think the NFL has ever seen. The creamy middle. I was checking if it had creamy soup right there. I do not uh, have maybe creamy if soup. that's where explain you... the creamy middle because you use this expression a lot. Well, there are dizzying highs, sweeping lows, and then there's the creamy middle. This could be a roller coaster ride. It could be NFL teams. Apply it to whatever you'd like. But if you're two and two, you're not the best. You're not the worst. You're part of the creamy middle. What do you like better, John? The creamy middle or the? I th- I think I actually kind of like the because I got the look two. on your face. They're just too. like they're just like kind of gross. Like they're not good, but they're not bad. They're yeah. just. I know, but that's why it's like I'd rather be watching, you know, a three and one team that I believe in versus a two and two team that's going to have me on the edge of my seat of like, what's going to go good or what's going to go horribly wrong? Like, it's just it's like a feeling. But that's why I'm so fascinated by the Packers because I just don't know what to expect. It is really? fun. It, it is fun for the first time that we've been watching the Packers for so long that there's a there's an element of uncertainty. Going into each year, it was, all right, the over-unders around 9.5, 10 wins, likely going to win the division, go to the playoffs. This is new. This is a new feeling, unless you lived in the 70s and 80s, where it was just worse than bleh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you, earlier you said that a lot of the experts believe from the 2-2 two and two teams they're above average. The defense seems to be performing below where they should be performing. Lots of draft picks invested there, lots of money on that side of the football. Does Joe Barry still have his job at the end of the year? Uh, I, on Wildey and Tausch, our great friends, uh, Wildey and Tausch from 9 to noon across ESPN Wisconsin, they do a boldathon where all the hosts came in and gave a bold prediction. My bold prediction before the season is that Joe Barry does not end the season as the the Packers defensive coordinator. And it could be after this week. I'm not I'm not hoping this happens, but the Raiders are abysmal at running the football. And if an abysmal football team that's poorly coached runs the football all around you, like you, you, Joe Bear, the hard part is who's going to be the coach that steps in in an interim fashion. But at some point, if you're losing the same way over and over and over again, and my biggest gripe from this offseason was two days after they lost, Matt LaFleur goes on the podium and says Joe Barry's coming back. Do your due diligence. Like, like take a time, take a breath. Don't just protect your friend. Think about what's best for your football team. That's by working with your friends and hiring your friends is a tricky proposition. All right, you're going to Vegas. When you land, are you the kind of person who – Takes a hundred bucks and plays one hand of blackjack just to get the party started. <laughs> it's a great question. Times it by five. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. I didn't you, say that. Have you ever done that? Land before you even checked into your room. You wheeled your suitcase over to the table Are you and said, me? "Here it's we the go." First thing I do, you know. I, I, I'm I'm made for Vegas. So they don't have the clocks. They have an impulsive person that has way too much money in his pocket for no reason other than all right. Does that blackjack table look good? Did my number hit on the roulette wheel? Is that craps table clapping over there? Do I want to play Mississippi stud? Do I want to play the slots? The world is my oyster, so I just got to feel it out. But yes, it's the first thing I'm doing when I get there. I like that. Please tell us how you did. 
Uh, Keep guys, us updated. You guys want a hundred on uh, black or red, and I'll put it down for us. I maybe do that yeah. with you. Yes, yeah, I like that. that. I like that. Enjoy it, the trip. It would make a fun green and gold insiders if yeah, I'm you giving you a hundred bucks true. on Thursday. That's, That's a good would. point. Have a good trip. Get back down the hall. Thanks for being with us. All right, yeah, I got to run.